This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to... Oh, my lord, I almost just hit myself in the face with a microphone. That's a, We're off to a fantastic start. Welcome in to this episode of the Storm Center. I am your host, for the last time, John Kay, joined by future host, Drew Everhart. Drew, how's it feel knowing you're taking my job? Uh, It's weird, especially since I'm sitting right in front of you as is happening so kind of a weird feeling but uh happy to continue the tradition yeah and it's uh well currently hopefully you can change the culture a little bit i'm not gonna lie the inconsistency has plagued the storm center um but yeah four years ago me elijah teese and langston johnson started with a dream in the basement area of taylor hall and <clears throat> there's been a lot of good times over these four years. There's been a lot of not as good times, mainly COVID. And uh, yeah, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. I gained a lot of experience doing this. Me and me and Langston last year. This is the first podcast I started editing, so it was really cool learning how to do all that and keep this thing going. It's it's been a struggle at times, but. I know I'm passing it into good hands. That's the main thing I would like to say. So I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. I, the, one of the future voices of Trine University. I will be back in the fall, but I won't be doing anything. So right. it's all on you, buddy. I appreciate it, though. <laughs> good luck finding somebody to do this thing with you. because That's going to be tough. Yeah. People just don't want to do it. I don't know why. It's a lot of fun. It is. I think they're scared of the microphones. But I don't know why. I know you're not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Anyways, there were sports that were played. Um, I just mainly want to say thank you to everybody that's listened for all four years. All the fun times we've had. I know, like I said, Drew's going to do great. Already getting you set up for interviews next year. <laughs> that's Ahead of true. Time. Ahead of time. So, Drew, I'll let you go first because I know you've got a lot more than I do. Yeah. Uh, Sports-wise. So, Drew, you hit us. You somehow took all the sports that ended early. I didn't. I didn't know that. It was a very big coincidence on your part. <laughs> I didn't know that. I came prepared today, too. So, Yeah, for once in John's life, he came prepared for Storm Center. It threw me off. But anyways, uh, we will head over to the baseball field as over the weekend, the Thunder took a four-game slide, losing at Calvin 4-3 to in the first game and 5-4 to in the second game, all, both games in seven innings. And then they come home and lose nine to zero to Calvin and two to one to Calvin. John, you had the game on the games on Sunday over the weekend. What was it like? Um, the offense sputtered a lot. It, they just couldn't string the hits together. Uh, it just one of those days. Offense was a little off. Josh Hugoerf in game two pitched phenomenally on Sunday or Saturday. Saturday. We were it was Saturday, wasn't it? It was Saturday. It was Saturday. But My Josh Hugoerf pitched his heart out, and uh, yeah, it was. I was really hoping he'd be able to pull that one through and just 
couldn't quite get it done at the end. But so it is. So is sports sometimes. Yeah, sports are really like that where sometimes it just doesn't go your way. But overall, trying is the baseball team is six and twenty three on the year. They have one more set before the end of the season. We'll see what the tournament plays out for them. But then we go over to men's lacrosse, who I believe last week I said they were done. I apologize. They are not done. They're actually far from done because they won in the first round of the MIAA tournament 10-7 to against Alma. They play at Albion tonight as of the day we're recording this on Monday. So This is Tuesday. It is Tuesday, isn't it? Yeah, Finals it is. week has me really screwed up right now. I'm not going to lie. I thought yesterday was Tuesday all day. So <laughs> Here we are. We're, we're really out of it, but... So, look forward to updates on that. And then we go over to men's tennis, where on the first they went to Calvin and lost 7-2, to two, unfortunately. But hopefully they'll be able to turn around at Kalamazoo to finish it off strong. And women's tennis travels to Calvin as well on the first, but taking a dub, 6-3. to three. Really great to see that coming toward the end of the season. No big updates for what has happened the past week for track and field. So, John, what do you have? I have softball. And it was a rough weekend for the Thunder ladies. Dropped two to hope, but we'll get to the big storyline in a minute. In those two games, both really hard-fought one-run games. Uh, Seven to six was the final of game one. Six to five, the final of game two. Uh... Game one, Thunder fell behind 2-0 in the first inning, but they rallied back thanks to Scarlett Elliott, RBI single, and Ellie Trine reaching via air to tie it up with a run scoring on the air. And then they would just keep going back and forth, which happened all day in both games. It was quite hard to keep track of. (laughs) It was one minute, one team's up, and then the next time up, the other team's up. It was a lot of fun to watch during the intermission of the baseball game. Yeah, I remember. I don't know why I wasn't watching it, but I I was busy. I was reminded. I was a little busy. I was reminded though when I get a text from the John K. Oh yeah, himself. yeah. Hold on, hold on. We'll get to that in a second. We'll get to that in a second. <laughs> we'll get. <laughs> so they went go. They were back and forth through the middle innings of game one, but late Thunder trailing six to four, heading to the sixth, and Scarlett Elliott just monster, monster day for her. She would hit a home run in the top of the sixth to cut the lead to one, her third of the year. And then in the seventh, Thunder running out of time. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, Bailey Vandegeesen comes Friend through. of the pod. The text from John was Bailey in all caps and then saying home run to tie the game. <laughs> I was pretty excited. So after that, I flipped it on. I was, I was rather excited if you can't tell. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I also tweeted about it too. That is true. It was huge, that. though. I mean, it was she hit it, and the, that ball took off, and I was like, I was like, that's either gone or it's gonna get caught at the wall because mm-hmm. it just straight up, and uh, the hope announcer just Bailey Vandegeesen hits one straight up in the air, and it's a no doubter. It's gone. It's yeah. just gone. That's exactly how he announced it. And I'm sitting there. I was like, dude, come on. <laughs> You were announcing quite possibly what might have been the MIAA regular season game of the year. Mm-hmm. Games of the year, excuse me. Um, but yeah, it was like, oh, I'm sitting there. I got hyped up. Me and O'Shea start like 
jumping up and down and yelling in the scorer's booth at the baseball. Oh, O'Shea actually witnessed field. it for once. Oh, yeah, ba- O'Shea was there. Actually, no, he might have missed the home run. <laughs> of course he did. He, he misses everything. He misses all the cool stuff. I don't know. I'm sure we'll hear about it on Twitter. But Probably. I'm pretty sure he missed that home run shuttling the umpires around for after the baseball game. But ultimately, the game would go to extra innings. And then in the bottom of the eighth, Hope would win on a walk-off. O'Shea said it was an interesting end of the game. I forgot how exactly how he explained it. But I guess Taylor Murdoch tried to make a diving catch. And they said it, that it was a hit. And yeah, it was just... It was very weird. Yeah, kind of. It was, but, a, it was a tough way to end that game. Yeah, it is what it is. And then game two, again, just back and forth all game long. Another teeter-totter. Um, the Thunder found themselves trailing 3 to nothing after one inning, but they pieced together a four-run third thanks to RBI singles for Mercedes Darty, Amanda Prather, Victoria Porter, and once again, Scarlett Elliott. I mean, just like we said, massive, yeah, massive day. She really had a day. And then the Dutch would roar back with three runs to take a six to four lead, and then they could the Thunder could only reel it back within one as Elliot would go yard yet again in the top of the sixth. Complete replay of what she did in game one, but couldn't get the seventh inning heroics to tie it up and go to over or to extras again. So the Thunder dropped two. I went into that day thinking that Hope had only lost the one conference game. Turns out they lost to Albion and split with them on Wednesday. So, we are co-conference regular season champs with Hope. Yes, we are. And because of a coach's vote and going off of the preseason rankings, we are actually the one seed in the MIAA conference tournament. And this is huge because as long as we win out on Thursday, which you can catch all those games on the Trine Broadcasting Network. Me and Andy Brown, I think, are doing the game at 11 on Thursday. The Trine game at 11. Mm. And then we'll do the other trying games if necessary um so winner of game one has to sit until late in the afternoon and whoever loses game two has to play back to back it's double elimination so it'll go loser of game one will play loser of game two whoever loses that game is out Mm -hmm. winner moves on to the final of that thursday with the team that won game one only needing to win one game to move to Friday. Right. If it's confusing, it will help you out on Thursday while you're watching. And there's two pods, right? One yeah. at Trine and one at Hope doing two the same thing. Yep, same thing both ways. And then whoever wins pod two, the higher, I believe the higher ranked team will host. Or maybe, no, I think, pretty sure we host regardless on Friday no matter what happens. Right. Pretty sure. Don't quote me on it. But, yeah, could be exciting. Could get a rematch try and hope on friday which would be cool and as brooke cunningham reminded me earlier trying has not won a conference tournament in four years i'll be looking forward to that one again i want as many t-shirts as possible in my collection yeah that would be uh that'd be a pretty special that'd be a cool one to have there's been a lot of cool moments from softball Mm. uh i keep bringing it up but the one that sticks out the most is that game against um, SUNY Geneseo Super Regional game mm-hmm. when they uh, pulled off the trick play, made it on Sports Center? But again, that was just such a cool weekend to I be able to do all the crazy stuff that went along with it. Wish I would have been here. I was one year off. One year short. One year short. 
But hopefully we'll get some more memories just like that in the future. Absolutely. I was trying to figure out. I was like, I was confused, but I forgot last year got nixed because yeah. of COVID. So, yeah, the last time, last time trying was in a conference tournament game. They lost on a walk-off to Hope. So looking, looking for a mark of revenge this year. I will definitely be tuning in. It'll be, it'll be a good one. So that's what I've got. Yep. And that's the look ahead to the week. Again, this is the last episode of the year for us. Commencement is on Saturday. And then nothing till Friday. Right. Not not Friday. Till next year, next fall. <laughs> Different F word. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, we're... If you can't tell finals, we're in the middle of finals week. Yeah, I'm halfway through a really important paper. And I want to cry. Actually, I don't. I wanted to cry looking for all my sources. Yeah. That's always tough. Oh, yeah. But, Definitely tough. Shall we go to the week ahead? <laughs> shall we what? Shall we go to the week ahead? Yeah, let's look at the week ahead. Like I said, softball plays Thursday and Friday, conference tournament. If they win, they go to they get an automatic bid, I believe, to the NCAA tournament, Ooh. which is down to 47 teams this year. Yeah, which will be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, what about you, Drew? What do you have next week? So... Baseball plays this Thursday and Friday as well. It's just that they are at home against Hope on Thursday, 2 to two and 4 o'clock. Look out for those. And then the next day after on Friday, they will travel to Hope to face the Dutch, 2 to 4 as well. And then, like I said, Men's Lacrosse plays Tuesday night at Albion. We will see how that plays out for them. And then for men's tennis, their next their next match is that that's what that's what they're called is Thursday at Kalamazoo at four o'clock. Same with the women's tennis. And then next for um, men's track men's and women's track and field is Thursday is the start of the MIAA outdoor championship meet. So we will see how that goes. Looking ahead, a lot of a uh, lot of conference tournament championship stuff coming up, yep. and uh, looking of, forward to us hopefully dominating all of it. A lot of uh, t-shirt games or meets, as they're games is what they're called in the NFL. Yeah, but I hope so. I would like more t-shirts too. I'd love. I always love a good t-shirt. I do too. Just wrapping around. Um, speaking of which, everything winding down. I kind of gave my little senior spiel about me leaving. Um. I would like to give a massive shout out to all the senior athletes this year and the past three years that we missed last year also that we missed out Mm -hmm. on um, because of COVID. Thank you guys so much for making this possible, being a part of making this possible. We, uh, if we didn't have athletes, we wouldn't have a podcast Yeah, and I probably wouldn't have a job. I'd probably be spending pizzas or flipping burgers. I wouldn't know what I'd be doing. I would have absolutely no clue what to do without sports in my life. So I want to give a huge shout out to all the athletes. You guys, every time you lace your cleats up or, you know, whatever, put whatever gear on, you guys are representing a great, great university. Yes. And we've done a great job this year of being leaders, obviously playing football games in the fall when nobody else was, and we've really pushed through a really, really weird, weird year. Um, No breaks. 
16 straight weeks of grinding out classwork and playing games on top of that, not having any time really to recover. And just, I'm sure I know I'm pretty wore out from the semester and I can't imagine what it would be like having the mental toll of being an athlete on top of it. Especially with like baseball and softball, the classes that I have with those players, they're gone like half the time. So it's really tough for them. And I'm glad that they're able to do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Big shout out to you guys. We literally couldn't do this without you, and we are so, so thankful. I know Drew is. Me and him have talked. We've been talking about this for two weeks. We wanted to do something special. This is about as special as we can do. Um, Obviously, we don't want to bother anybody over finals week with an interview. (laughs) So, yeah, huge shout out to all you guys. We wish you all the best. Nothing but the um, best. Juniors freshmen, sophomores, any seniors that do return. Mm -hmm. We look forward to seeing what you guys do next year. Absolutely. So I just wanted to get that out of the way real quick. We have Athletes of the Week to give away. Yep. And this week, those are, drumroll please, Drew. We'll go ladies first, obviously. We're gentlemen around here. Yep. Female Athlete of the Week goes to freshman softball player Scarlett Elliott. What a two-game stretch she went on. Five for eight in the two Hope games. That's a batting average of 625, which is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> two home runs, four RBIs, a double to boot. Um, two really clutch home runs, both in the top of the sixth. Cut the lead to one. Um, unfortunately, couldn't get any wins out of it, but really showing up big time. And we talked about on the broadcast on broadcasts all the time how important the freshmen have been to this team. Yeah, absolutely. Like It's kind of insane how integral they are to that team but i love watching it though yeah it's it's gonna be impressive and you're gonna be spoiled for the next two years yes sir hate you (laughs) honorable mention on the women's side is freshman track and field athlete kennedy sternberg 100 meter dash winner in 13 seconds and ran a leg in the four by 100 team which ran a team best 50 11 she also won MIAA Track Athlete of the Week, and she leads the MIAA currently in the 100-meter dash at 12.4 seconds. Flying. Yeah, better than what I could do. Way sure. better. Way better than I could do. <laughs> and then on the male side, we have sophomore track and field athlete Will Tone. Shout out. Won his 100-meter dash this year in 11, or this week, not this year, in 11.4 <laughs> seconds, and was also a leg on the 4x100 team that ran... A 42-41 sits second in the conference in 100-meter dash and is a part of that team for the 4x100 that leads the conference. And then honorable mention, it's really weird that this is an honorable mention. <laughs> it really is. But uh, he's not currently playing any sports. But uh, shout out junior Nick Bowman, men's basketball team. How about first team All-American according Ab- to D3 Hoops? That's got a nice ring to it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it's, it's always nice to hear All-American, especially when, like, a small school like this, All-American, that's It's wild. massive. Yeah. It's absolutely massive. Um, But it is really weird that we're slotting him into the honorable mention slot this week. Well, like you said, it's spring sports right now. Yeah. I don't know. It took him a while to name the All-American teams. Yeah. For some reason. We'll just blame D3Hoops.com. Okay. You just throw them under the bus. Cool. I'm not going to blame myself for this one. <laughs> um, 
But no, shout out, shout out Nick Bowman. That team is going to be scary next year. Yep. Man, we have documented that and covered it well. Everybody coming back next year. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Um, but yeah, that's all we've got for you today. Once again, thank you guys so much for putting up with me for four years. I appreciate every single one of you that listen to this. Um, and I know Drew's going to do well. I'm putting the podcast in really good hands. And yeah, it's the end of the end of my time here. And I'm looking forward to seeing what Drew does with it. Maybe I'll make a guest appearance next year while I'm here in the fall. Ooh, hopefully. Maybe. If you can't find nobody, you know where to find me. Yeah. Um, make sure to follow our new Twitter, at StormCenterPod. We locked ourselves out of our other one. So I guess that happens when you don't make a tweet from it in two and a half years. Yep. That's on me. <laughs> but yeah, make sure to go give that a follow. Make sure to follow Try and Broadcast. Follow me on Twitter at TheRealJohnK underscore. Follow my guy Drew on Twitter at DEverhart00. And, yeah, we will be back in the fall. Good luck to everybody in conference tournament. Let's get those T-shirts. Yeah, let's go get some free T-shirts. And, uh, once again, big shout-out to the seniors. You guys are much appreciated. Hope you all have a wonderful summer. And uh, Drew will talk to you guys next fall. to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.